0: Welcome to TWIM with Seth, Andy, and Ben. We're two brothers and a cousin who discuss all of the movies in wide release. Starting with top box office from last week. I'm the cousin. (laughs) Reviews of movies opening this week and previews of the movies movies coming out next week. We also won't spoil any of these These movies movies without without first giving you a warning. warning. Why are you doing that? <laughs> to, today we're going to cover us, which we all saw.
1: So, can I give you just Lisa gave us a tiny bit of feedback? Okay. Uh-oh. She said I listened to the episode and she said I really liked it, but you she said when the main episode ended before the spoilers, it kind of sounded like, "Hey, this is the end of the episode, blah 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 blah." Like it didn't she said I wasn't really prepared like there were going to be there was going to be more or more spoilers because it was it was just word like hey this is the end bye um, that was just her feedback okay well we could like but a lot of people cut off there don't you think oh i think so i think so too but i think i think what she was hoping or expected was something like this is the end of the normal part we're going to do spoilers now if you okay. stop here thanks for listening
0: uh okay and then we're going to cover movies coming out in the in Wide Relief's next week, which includes Beach Bum, Dumbo, Unplanned, Wounds, and Hotel Mumbai, which was already released, but is expanding to wide release this week. Let's move on to the only movie opening in wide release this week, which is Us. That's a classic right there. What does I Got
1: Five On It mean?
0: It's about drugs.
2: It's not about drugs, it's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Get in rhythm.
0: I just played a clip from the trailer for Us. It's currently ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's notably the only movie out in wide release this week because I think everybody, you know, all the other studios were nervous to release a movie at the same time, given um, Jordan Peele's success with Get Out in twenty seventeen. What did right, you guys think? Who would want to
1: go head to head on a release day against? Well,
0: Rotten I mean, he had, has he had any big hit besides Get Out
1: though? I think Get Out was his first.
0: Yeah, so it's surprising that after one movie that was critically acclaimed, that he had. He intimidated the rest of the box office Yeah.
2: Somewhat. Well it was They were right though So he, he's the guy that wrote The one we saw last night Us He wrote it He produced it And he directed it He's stellar Like 96 It only dropped 4 points to 96
0: Yeah but what did you think of it? I loved it
2: Yeah it was I mean It was a little violent I can
0: see why it's rated so high
2: It wasn't just one of these like It made you think a lot too Not only was it like Yeah A horror But it was like You had to think Cause I mean I feel like there's so much to talk about
1: in this but I feel like I have to be so careful before we get into spoilers yeah
2: I feel like I can't really talk about it unless I'm in the spoiler okay well, before the
0: spoiler section though we are gonna we are gonna talk about what you, was visible in the trailer right 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 and then and then we won't get into anything that wasn't visible in the trailer
2: so this Ben always says this he talks about the idea if the trailer was a good representation of the movie what I loved about the, this trailer is that it did not ruin the movie at all I, I didn't know I didn't know what was gonna happen and I thought I did from the trailer <laughs>
1: I the trailer was amazing and it, I think it really set the tone for the movie but I don't know I wish I didn't see the trailer first.
0: Yeah, can you imagine watching this cuz we knew going in that there was going to be this like evil copy of this family. Right. Because we'd seen the trailer. Can you imagine having seen this movie without seeing the trailer?
1: Well, also so all there were so many scenes in the trailer, you just know they're going to show up in the movie sometimes. So I'm always like, okay, I know, you know, I know there's a this scene's going to happen and I know
2: Yeah. If you I want know. to
1: get crazy, we can <laughs> get crazy did <laughs> like, you notice on that the that scene in the movie was a different take than in the preview yeah I did notice his cadence was a little different
0: yeah he he said that they
2: did a lot of different takes of it and there was a lot of improv I thought he was such a good actor the dad he was actually kind of funny huh he was really funny I'd never I don't even know if, what uh, other movies he's in that scene
0: because because we got a text we were all in this group text and yesterday somebody sent like oh this is good music to listen to during naughty time yeah and and we I was were watching all like,
1: the movie when that all went on <laughs> you were in the movie
0: yeah well i was thinking naughty time that's kind of a like that's a funny name for describing like sex but it's also like this repressed like guilt you know oh but um but in the movie he had his own name he it was like magic room or something do you yeah. remember that he's
2: like i'm gonna go in the magic room with mom or something Oh, i like thought that. he
1: just that was the bedroom
2: well yeah but he had the, his nickname oh, so i, I like, gotcha it made me so embarrassed when he sprawls out on the bed like this <laughs> that part
0: was it was just so funny like that's how it is with our wives like we're
1: he just yeah he just walks <laughs> he in and spreads his out. legs wide open and you're like whoa he's like fluffing up with the pillows <laughs>
0: and he, he has no like he's not sensing at all the mood his wife is in she's totally like, <laughs> like not into sex right now. well that was
1: a theme in the movie well I, I feel like I need to back up just a little bit this movie i think it was done really well i left the theater thinking like there are levels to this and i need some time to process and figure it out but the one of the themes like you were just touching on is the men were they were not heroes they couldn't protect anyone they couldn't save anybody they were just kind of uh they needed saving a lot and they were sometimes useless and
2: when he did save himself it was accidentally
1: um yeah but this scene here where you're talking about the bedroom scene when, oh yeah yeah like she's in a you know she's Concerned, and she's trying to d- convey that and have a conversation, and he is just not understanding, and he's really clumsy about how he talks to her and how he responds. And yeah, <clears> that was a theme. It was really the the women were in charge; like they really drove everything. It was.
0: I don't know about the women specific. I felt like more specifically, just Lupita Nyong'o's character. Y- yeah, and her um, and the red and person. her
2: counterpart, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Red. Well, that's the, what I meant.
2: The thing that was so fascinating to me is I watched the entire movie, and I thought I understood everything. I knew the characters, and then we'll get into the. But then it left. When I left the theater, I had to reanalyze the entire movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. You you have to watch it. We have to watch it a second time, knowing what we know now.
2: Yeah, and yeah. It, it'll. It, it was
0: like an M Night Shyamalan style twist. It changed everything. Yeah,
2: right. like everything. Yeah, and and
0: so now we need to watch it again, looking at the same characters, saying like, okay, like, are there clues to what? Like in like in um, Sixth Sense, if you watch it again, knowing that. Uh, Bruce Willis's character is dead? Then it kind of like
1: yeah. That's another one you pick up. But in Sixth Sense, they didn't leave any breadcrumbs or clues. In I thought there were clues point. in this one? No, in Sixth Sense. Cuz people oh. you hear when Sixth Sense came out people were, were saying, "Oh, I knew the whole time. I knew he was dead the whole time." Like, "No, you didn't. I do not believe you." There were <laughs> No, you don't. I knew it cuz my friend told me. I think in this one, you I think there were minor hints around, but um
0: there were some moments. I we can't get too far into this, but there were some moments where I started to wonder about the very thing that was like the twist at the end.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw Lisa and I saw Get Out... Like two two or three nights ago, and us. I mean, it's she. She kind of asked me which I like better. Too, it's hard. They're they're very different movies, but Get Out's a really good movie. In it, so there are some common themes in Us. You see this in the previews: the shadow people, the red, um, called the dressed in red or the counterpart family. They the way their mannerisms, the way they move, and their everything about how their body moves and their the way they talk. Yeah, it's it's unusual in a way where you wonder: are they robots? Like what? different like I don't have them figured out. And in Get Out, there were characters like that too where people were just acting weird. And you like I was trying to think, are they robots? Are they aliens? Like so there was a parallel that way, but I mean obviously totally different movies and plots and things.
2: It wasn't it so disturbing when the dad's alter ego guy, or not alter ego, alter character, he just made the funniest grunting noise, like (laughs) Yeah. And it was like scary, (laughs) but it was funny. I don't know how to explain it.
0: Yeah, one of the things that I realized reflecting back on it is that of the Doppelgangers, only the mom was able to talk, mm-hmm. which ended up being meanif- meaningful later. Oh, yeah. On, and uh, like the other members of the... of The, the Doppelganger um, family? Yeah, the Doppelganger family. Not just the family, but
1: okay so i think you're getting in spoilers i'll I'll cut that out (laughs) yeah but yeah
0: none of none of the other she was the only one that could speak
1: yeah the other ones did it they only grunted Uh, it made like guttural or they like made
2: like some really weird smiley face like that oh they were so creepy
1: did you think they were aliens or like what what did you think they were i don't know I could not figure it out. It was it's kinda of like in um like when there's a character so unusual, I feel like you have to you they need a lot of screen time so you get a sense of who they are, what they're about. Kinda of like in Batman when the Joker comes out, like all the new Jokers, it takes some time to until you really understand yeah, the, the joker. Keith Ledger one? Is that
2: the one you're talking about? Yeah, well about? all of them.
1: Each each Joker's kind of a zany personality. So I, I felt it was the same thing where I it took a while for them to be on screen before I understood them as Characters and people. Yeah. I mean, they were just so different. I, I and can so hear- I had all these theories as they were going, and I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah.
0: um it was interesting the way that Red was like talking to her her doppelganger family because she didn't use speech with them. She would use like the click language or like just these funny gestures. Did you notice that?
2: Yeah, like the yeah. very first scene where she, they had a different way of communicating. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't communicate were, with words. Yeah, do you remember when they're all standing there and In then the driveway. The, she just goes like this. And I, oh, yeah. and <laughs> the kids jumped out on their <laughs> feet. Yeah, that's in the preview. Yeah, that was... Yeah,
0: but, but the whole time she would give commands. She w- she was like the puppet master kind of. She was giving commands to all of them and she wouldn't use do anything verbally.
1: And that was in the preview. And okay, you have this these weirdos standing in your driveway and the dad's like, I'm going to go out and talk to them. Like, no. Like every scary movie, they're like, I'm going to go poke around in the dark in the basement. Yeah, you like know? The, there's like, no, saw, there's like what saws in the garage.
2: I'm going to go check out these yeah. saws in but, the garage. But
1: in the dark. So I'll hold this... Like, Little candle or something. Yeah.
2: I didn't find
0: it that unreasonable what he did. Because they were just standing there and their power was out. I I mean I feel like I feel like if I was in that position as the man, I would kind of feel like I had a duty to do something, and that's the most reasonable thing to do. Calling the police actually seems maybe a little bit overkill in that situation. Going and talking to them first seems like a pretty reasonable thing to
1: do.
2: One thing I noticed um, is this going to spoil it if if I'm talking about when they attack the family. I because they I don't think so. So they what I, was well, so, ch-
1: that is in a preview a bit. They're kind of chasing them around the house. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I I thought, first of all, I thought it was such a fascinating way to scare the living crap out of me when I, <laughs> so it was so scary. Just standing there quietly is like more yeah. scary than like and, and not responding walk in the when you living room and They don't say them?
1: anything. They just walk in and they just stare at them yeah. in the living room and they're like, what's going on? And the dad's like, he's like not even in, in the same like conversation.
2: He's not even the same room. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> every, every, not the shadow, the, the normal dad, like they're having this conversation and he's like, so what do you guys want? She's like, be quiet.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I, and I, I was a little confused though. at at That scene right there, when they start kind of attacking the, their doppelganger partner, I was confused when you go to that, to the next house, how much more efficient. Don't spoil it, Andy. Yeah.
0: Let's save that Andy because. Because that was a big reveal—the fact that they're...
2: ah, uh, yeah. So I'll bleep I'll that
0: out, but save it. let once yeah. we talk about spoilers. Let's let's. Do that. that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I just wish I. The preview was awesome. I just wish I hadn't seen the preview. Because this is this is a great one to go and just totally blind. Blind, yeah, I agree. And you just have to know it's scary. It's a it's a horror slash thriller slash uh, you know it's a little gruesome that's when I mean, you see that in the preview but I wish I hadn't seen any images from the preview
2: what are you guys like I tend I am um, always like movies better if I don't know anything about it before I go same I don't even like to see previews
0: Um, I'm okay let me just give you a counterpoint I think this is a movie where once we discuss the themes and and for example having seen it one time and going to see it again you might I bet you're going to enjoy this better the second time you watch it
2: I, I think yeah. I might because because I think it's so. so
0: deep there's so many layers so what were some of the themes because um, I, the one that stuck out to me most personally I haven't really seen anybody else say this exactly but um, maybe kind of similar, but I I thought this was a good metaphor for how we are our own worst enemies, and that we have our own internal demons. And I think that was conscious by Jordan Peele because there were there were some things that happened in the movie that seemed like they were maybe rules for for the way these these monsters these doppelgangers would work. For example, um, if you notice, like when when there was a human and their doppelganger. Nobody else could kill the doppelganger or the human they kind of had to fight it out between themselves until one of them died yeah nobody else would intercede like I guess that's kind of a spoiler but but like the dad <clears throat> couldn't couldn't just kill all four of them they each had to take take down their own doppelganger or vice versa or the they dopl- faced
1: off individually at least. or the
0: doppelganger took took down and you yeah. kind of see that in people generally like you see some people who have been conquered by their own demons I mean because we all have demons right and, yeah. and I felt like that was the the um The metaphor of the movie and and you see that some of us are able to conquer our own demons and some of us are conquered by you see people that waste their lives and and it would be kind of like a a symbol symbolic of of um that person being killed by their own demon you know?
1: Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think that's a total valid um, explanation. I after seeing Get Out, there was there was a strong message about race relations between blacks and whites and privilege and servants.
2: Was that one also with with? It did it have like because this one clearly had a black family. Was that other one?
1: Yeah, it, yes, it was over the top black and white people and their social strata. Is he black? The
2: director? Yeah, he is.
1: So in this, when I started watching this, I was I kind of thought it would be. I, I interpret it with those same themes, like only you can only have a successful person if there's someone else being a servant or helping, or if someone else pays the price on the, the back end. And so I was drawing those parallels, like it was a social commentary about those who have lavish, wonderful lives. It's on the backs of these people who are suffering to you know who are getting the opposite.
2: You saw the same in the in us too in the that, That's
1: what I took from the the doppelgangers. The it was a commentary on race relations and uh, classes behind
2: the scenes, like on our cruise how those guys work seven days a week and we're just like having fun yeah
1: i mean that's that's a
2: good example
0: so i mean i i think get out had and i haven't seen it but um i saw enough like commentary on the movie that i know it had a lot of um social commentary on race relations but in us i even though the family was black and it was kind of um pioneering like having um, like you usually like Jordan Peel in an interview said if there's a group of characters in a horror movie and one of them's black the black guy is probably the first to go or if he's not the first to go he's not going to be the guy at the end of the movie you know right and and he so he, he talks about how he's making all these micro decisions to basically challenge stereotypes that we have for example in this movie they're a black family with a boat that's notable because haven't you heard the stereotype that black people don't fish that that's like totally a pastime of white people. Oh, I haven't heard that. And and in the movie he's, you know, it's like Winston Duke's character, um Gabe Wilson talking about like, "Oh, we should get some some fishing stuff." And uh, Jordan Peele's talking about how like he's trying to upset these these stereotypes that people have or challenge these stereotypes that we have like black a black family with a boat, a black family fishing and a black man with this this Howard, you know, this Howard University sweater he was wearing.
1: Oh, I didn't even um so I did not even pick up on that, but,
0: but I didn't feel like there was an overarching racial message, except that this was just a story of a black family, which we don't see very often, right. especially in mainstream media that I feel like that's something you see like in media that's made for like, that's basically directed at a, a black audience, but, but um, a, like yeah, a I big budget mean. film like this is directed at mainstream Americans. You typically don't see, you know, since the Cosby show, a black family, and um, especially in horror, I can't think of another one. That- yeah, another
2: black family. The Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, yeah, so too. Pumps, yeah. <laughs> Cosby
0: Show and the Prince of Bel-Air, yeah. Um, Although when when Jordan Peele said that about like the black character being the only one or not going to be the one that survives at the end, like he's going to be like one of the first ones to go because they're just disposable characters. I do feel like there's this kind of shift occurring because I don't think that is acceptable now. I I think it probably was five years ago or more. But do you remember in Escape Room? I was thinking about Escape Room. Who were the people that survived? And it was that black girl and then that white guy. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert
2: guy that, oh no the black guy got killed huh? yeah and,
0: the, and then that black girl ended up being kind of the, a hero of that story
2: i i found uh i found myself noticing and i was wondering if this is how it was for like black people all through the entertainment history of like the last hundred years i found myself noticing that it was a black family not a white family and i'm it was interesting just i, I don't maybe this is bad to say but i was just it was i was wondering like did, did, is that how black people felt most of the time when they watch shows like because it's usually about a white it maybe not or it has been maybe that's really yeah you
0: can understand yeah. why they start st- like like um, black entertainment TV because everything else is basically white people TV you know yeah. and so if they want to see somebody that looks like them then there has to you know it's, it's been in like niche category of, of entertainment historically with the exception of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air it, you know.
1: <laughs> and so like Seth what would you how would you rate this did you
0: oh I thought it was a masterpiece Do I mean like horror movies no it's not because it's a horror movie in fact I don't even know if I like horror movies but I I love that it was just so deep and there were so many layers and so many themes that you want to like explore. Like, obvious. So, um, for example, Jeremiah eleven eleven. Did you
2: look that up? Yeah, we did in the theater. Um, no, I saw Seth looking up. I was
1: wondering I... if it was a real Bible for
2: Yeah, I saw Seth kind of like hide his phone and look it up, and I, I then I looked it up, and it was a kind of a really disturbing scripture. Do you remember what it said, Seth?
0: Yeah, um, it said
2: I. Is that in the preview?
0: No, but it's just a theme. It's not a spoiler. It's a theme throughout the movie. It's it's. Let me let me look it up. It's something like I'll bring evil down upon you and
2: there'll be no relief or something i think at the end it says there's sh- i just typed in a google search j-e-r
1: and then a prefilled jeremiah 11 11. <laughs> so <laughs> people must be go- go- googling this googling about. like crazy oh yeah okay. f- top hits are about us
0: I'll, I'll read it the king james version Jeremiah 11:11 11, 11 says, "Therefore thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape, and though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them." Uh so it's kind of like a disturbing. it's like
2: evil's coming and you can't escape. There's nothing you can do.
0: Yeah, it's like a haunting verse. But also 11:11 11, 11 is symmetrical. You know, did you notice the theme of 11 in the movie, not just with the scripture but like Yeah, well I the saw baseball the baseball score and then it was on the
1: Yeah, and I wondered if they chose a 1111 11, cuz that was meaningful as numbers or just cuz the ones all together Yeah, I it, think it's it was because notable the number 11 is
0: symmetrical. I mean, that's my reading.
1: Oh, that would actually make sense. The number that's... 11 is
0: sle- some and then Jeremiah 1111 11 more so because it's 1111. 11. Um and and this whole like the whole theme of the movie was this dichotomy between, you know, of a person into two. Yeah.
1: I I I feel like this movie had so many levels and layers and I feel like to really talk about it we have to go to spoilers. Yeah. Okay, before but, we go to spoilers yeah. Do um, a recap. Right I want to
0: hear your theory on the the bunny rabbits because that was another theme in the movie. Watership Down. I, th- Under. I think
2: that's
1: a sp- I think that's a spoiler. You do? Why
2: the bunny rabbits?
1: Yeah. I think this. Author, yeah. I think this guy. My, really, my
2: explanation is a spoiler. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: your explanation. Okay. Okay. I
2: think this guy really liked Watership Down Under. It's like okay. a disturbing bunny novel. Oh, so tell us about that,
0: that, Andy, because that's probably not a spoiler.
2: Well, I listened to it, but it's kind of a disturbing. um If I remember it right, the bunnies part they live on a farm, and then like some of them get k- killed. By like um, the farmer has like exterminating through the tunnels and then some and that uh, they start moving to a different place and then some of the bunnies start turning crazy oh that's interesting yeah like they go crazy like some of them and so then it's just like is this did this take place at the playboy mansion
0: Well, I think it, 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 also, it wasn't so much just... What were we talking about? I got distracted now that you brought that up. It wasn't so much just rabbits, but albino rabbits. Did you notice that they, like, 99% of them were
2: white? But they had a couple, I were they
1: albino that, rabbits, though? Because don't albino rabbits have, like, pink eyes?
2: They yeah. had white rabbits, right? Yeah, yeah they, they were they were. they
0: were white rabbits with pink eyes.
2: But they, but the, the I was noticing, because it kind of looked like a piece of art on the wall when they showed all the cages. Yeah. One or two was, like, black and brown, but it was just... Yeah, they did have... Sporadically.
1: They did have some. Some.
0: Yeah, some. But most of them were But
1: alpino. that opening shot yeah. where it backs out from all the bunnies in the cages. Yeah. Yeah. And it then,
0: was... I mean, okay, when the movie started, I was like, okay, this, this guy, maybe he's like a little bit too up his own butt. You know, he's like, really? Because she's flipping through TV stations and it for a while, right? Yeah. These 80 TV stations. And yeah. I'm like, geez, this director really likes to take his time. We just watched like a commercial for Hands Across America yeah. or something. And then I'm like, he's like wasting time time and then they showed the bunny rabbits for so long and I was like
2: what? wasn't that disturbing the bunnies for some reason I was <laughs> yeah. so disturbed something
1: about bunnies is because there there are so many different interpretations you can make because one is oh bunnies going down the rabbit hole or bunnies in cage someone's caged and- breeding like bunnies yeah, because there were a bunch of them, uh, and yeah. in um oh you guys didn't see the favorite and they had the queen had a bunch of bunnies in her oh really in her room oh really the queen I mean one? are
0: are bunnies seen as as scary because in um
1: mostly just in magic tricks what's that
0: <laughs> what's that um what's that English comedy from like where they're all knights in the round table and they're like oh yeah the bunnies attack Monty Python them. Monty Python, Monty Python. And the, thought, killer the killer rabbit yeah and there's rabbit. a killer ra- rabbit because Jordan Peele I did read this today. Day. He he was like, I'm not scared of rabbits, but I find them kind of scary. He said.
2: Well, how could you not if you'd grown up seeing Monte Python? That was the freakiest thing ever. All these mighty <laughs> fast <laughs> bunnies kill every, all the soldiers.
0: Okay, I'm looking in the dictionary of symbolism. What a ra- Because I think a rabbit traditionally has positive symbols. Like uh, a rabbit foot is good luck, right? Isn't that like a common oh, good yeah. luck charm?
1: Oh, and I see you just pulled it up. Uh, a rabbit is a spirit animal and has always been a symbol of prosperity, abundance, and fertility. Yeah. yeah. Breed like rabbits.
0: Uh, they're cute, cuddly, very approachable. Like, this is not a symbol of a horror movie, like a theme that you would normally...
2: Well, if if, if we'd have to get into the spoiler to talk, because I think part of yeah. them becomes part of the horror of it.
0: Okay, anything you guys wanted to cover before we go to spoilers?
2: Um, do you think there'll be a sequel? <laughs> it, <laughs> no. it
0: seemed like they left just enough room for a sequel. Like, do you remember the closing sequence? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to like... Yeah. I don't...
1: I don't... I didn't feel like there, there could be a sequel. I don't remember you're talking about i guess
0: okay remember the commercial for hands across america yeah so oh yeah okay so that's the closing scene i'm okay yeah um they show these helicopters flying over the mountains i didn't even okay it it just seemed like it could we got to go to spoilers to really talk about this okay we just did our non-spoiler tease of us we're now moving to the spoiler section so last weekend, the new entries to the top 10 were Wonder Park at number two. It's 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. We did a mini, did we do a mini review yet? Or are we going to do that today?
1: No, we were, we were going to do it today. Okay.
2: I never want you to stop using your imagination, but without wrecking the neighborhood. Do you ever feel like Wonder Park is real? Of course it could be. You can create anything you imagine.
0: Okay, I just played a clip for the trailer for Wonder Park.
2: Did
1: you see it, Seth? No,
2: Okay. I didn't. Andrew, did you see Wonder Park? No. So this is all you all only thing me and seth both agree on that it looks torturous it wasn't to go worth to. seeing. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: so i went i took my both my kids and the missus and we saw it on saturday so what's the rotten tomato tomato score 30 uh, percent. yeah 30 percent. didn't i text you guys after like it deserves the 30 yeah. percent rotten tomato yeah. yeah so i'm let me pull it up here on imdb that
2: that movie should be a horror movie because like a theme because <laughs> i didn't like it so it's horror no like a theme so, park seems like a horror no the so
1: this should this
2: movie it has a
1: lot of promise and like the bottom line for me is yeah I totally agree with the 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and this is one the kids can watch but like while I'm doing something but I'm not gonna watch this one again so but the what the real letdown is they had awesome voice actors they had Keenan Thompson they had John Oliver have you heard his show yeah I love his show so he's the voice of a porcupine okay he's and, also
0: a, a bird or something in the upcoming um, Lion King
1: yeah so they also had uh, Matthew Broderick he's like they die. He's um he's, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So they like a lot of the voices you've recognized. Like, and they were they had awesome characters, they had great voice actors. But the problem is, um well, anyway, the little girl too was this awesome, amazing, smart, interested girl. She was totally into like doing her own thing and figuring stuff out, and she was totally capable. But the the movie just felt so hollow. It's like it didn't have a story beyond its premise. Like the premise is um, you know, a little girl a theme park and the theme park becomes real and guess what she can go in the theme park. Do you know what that? And that was like that was it basically. Yeah,
2: that it kind of reminds me of when I used to substitute teach. It's like you get like you're substitute teaching a teaching a kindergarten class and it's like all day reset. Oh, <laughs> that's what that movie kind of reminded me. No, of. it was uh, kind of, but
1: it was just it was too bad because the premise was good, but they didn't have a story beyond it. And like they did like these dumb things to build tension. Like all of the tension was because of like careless and sloppy miscommunications that could have been resolved by saying oh no that's not what i meant i meant this that that it was like mm-hmm. half a sentence but that that's what the whole movie was and this also had this pet peeve thing that just totally bothers me when i because you know I'll, sometimes we'll put a show on for the kids so they're in the you know family room watching a show and we're like making dinner or something and so you just hear the audio so lots of these kids shows they have tons of scenes where it's like someone falling and the character's like ah <laughs> ah. Well, we love falling, right? Well, I only picked that up because just by hearing the audio, it's just so much of that, like, ah, as they fall. Oh, yeah. So air, there were tons of, like, quote unquote action scenes in this <laughs> where the characters are all making that falling sound and the camera's just going like super jiggly and wiggly like you can't get a sense for how these objects are moving in space it's it's so it was just it was just so chaotic the action scenes the story was flat which is too bad cuz the little girl is a great character
2: and they just dropped the ball
0: well the trailer didn't oversell it I can tell you that. Because the trailer looked... It sounds like the movie might be better than the trailer. It
1: had promise, though. Like, why couldn't she... I, I'm just going to spoil this. It was, it was a stupid movie. I'm, there's nothing to hold back. She goes to this Wonder Park she made, and it's all dilapidated. And they have to try to, like, figure out how to get it going again, which, you know, they spent an hour and a half on a miscommunication and dumb stuff when she could have just...
2: It was just... What was the reveal?
1: There wasn't a reveal. It was, it was just that she had to come to terms with her mom being sick, and it, it was just too bad. It It could have been
2: really good like a peter pan peter pan just magical it could have been magical yeah i mean it's a cool
1: premise but that's like we were talking about like john
2: wick like it it really
1: comes down to how they make the movie the premise of john wick sounds really dumb yeah but the movies are awesome yeah. Excited to watch
0: so, in other words, what you're saying is Wonder is kind of like John Wick. They yeah. do seem really similar <laughs> yeah. movies. Um,
1: it's like Transformers mixed with... Care Bears. Um,
2: Care Bears. <laughs> with Megan Fox.
0: Okay, that is our mini-review of Wonder Park. Uh, going back to the top box office from last weekend, third in the box office was Five Feet Apart.
2: Six feet apart at all times. You both know the rules. Let me guess.
1: You're the kind of
0: guy that ignores the rules because it makes you feel in control. Am I
1: right? You're not wrong. You think that's cute? Do you think it's cute? There's no
0: room in I just played a clip from the trailer for Five Feet Apart. This is 51%. I think it's actually a really interesting concept, but I haven't caught up with it yet.
1: And I'm just holding my breath to see if they actually get to Five Feet Apart. I'll bet <laughs> they don't. I'll bet they stay at six. Uh, so
0: none of us have seen it. I'll, we'll at least do a mini-review next week, so we don't miss that one. And do are any of these other movies to the top 10 was it just wonder park and five feet apart yeah that was yeah, it. That's it okay okay um
1: what wait what's that no manches frida what is that no don't Manches lie, frida frida
0: 2 that's weird that was number six at the box office
1: is i don't even think i saw a preview for that
0: i wonder if this this didn't okay we kind of skipped over it because it wasn't it wasn't in okay uh, i'll read the imdv imdb summary for no manches frida 2 when the seemingly reformed ex-con zeki is about to marry the love of his life the lovable nerdy lucy wedding day jitters yada yada I'm not even <laughs> how could this be number 10 we just click you know the what? preview let me, let me go to the top the real top 10 the imdb top 10 i use the rotten tomatoes oh oh uh, it's
1: yeah right there number six. Oh
0: yeah it is at 3.8 million it's what this is the first w- week click out. on the
1: preview it it doesn't look familiar to me
0: okay we just watched the trailer for no manches frida looks like a comedy. It's in Spanish. How, it's subtitles.
1: How often is a non-English movie in the box office top ten? Yeah, it's
0: surprising, huh? There must be a big... Now, is this top ten... It says domestic. Does that mean North America? Or does that mean the United States? Um, maybe this was really big in Latin communities, yeah, which maybe. is not where Andy,
1: did you... You <laughs> haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it, but... I have not even seen a preview for it maybe, in any the theater.
0: Yeah, I never even heard of it until we saw it on the top ten. That's interesting.
1: I liked his six... <laughs> and I liked how we put on a sun glasses like a cool guy
0: yeah
1: what what what
0: movie does it look like like American movie that we one I saw like
1: a
2: watch Google, and they had to like not Google but something what, like where they work at Google and they had to compete against oh, team yeah I remember that. yeah it's the
1: in uh, not interns is it it's with, yeah is ahead. it the interns
0: something yeah they like, like worked at a watch factory watch seller and then they got hired by Google um yeah the, it does seem like similar style huh it's like yeah, a comedy mean, a silly slapstick comedy
2: with the team leader and they're something.
0: yeah that's looks like about the right genre for the that one. Okay, and then number six in the box office was Captive State.
2: The state of our union is strong. It's a, it's a, lie. It's a lie. Unemployment is the lowest in history. Everything they're telling you. is a, a, a lie.
0: We did a deep dive spoiler review last week. That was his first weekend out. We didn't see that one. Yeah, last week. <laughs> did I see that one? <laughs> did you record with us last week? Yeah, you were here. Captain yeah. State. I you guess. saw
2: it?
1: With the
0: spiky aliens, don't you remember?
2: Did you not see it? Oh, I didn't see that one. You didn't see the movie, but you were here when we did yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. It was, yep, yep. Uh, okay, and then that's it for um, Box Office last week. Okay, now let's move on to movies coming out next week. Did we do Beach Bum?
2: Not yet. I'm spinning all over the place. And the words come out.
1: stops now. The foolishness. You gotta
2: publish your novels. And if you mess this up, it's jail time. Uh. Wish me luck. I'm off to write the next great American novel. Let me have a gangbang when I get back. I will invite your mother. Thank you, Mr. Moondog
0: okay we all watched the trailer for beach bum i just played the trailer a clip from the trailer for beach bum what did you think I,
2: yeah andrew
1: andrew we saw the trailer earlier andrew said he hated it he thought did, it looked I so did. stupid me too
2: well kind of
1: i i'm really excited for it
2: when you talked about that idea of like being in the experience of someone who's living that lifestyle i kind of oh yeah
1: because in the preview he's the guy's like singing or playing guitar or whatever and it's he was like exp- i guess they're having the audience experience it as he would as he's what is he high or he's just into it like oh, I don't yeah. know Matthew McConaughey to me has done some amazing movies and characters uh, i struggle. So I'm excited
2: with, I struggle with Matthew McConaughey because he is so handsome in every way and like he's like the perfect man i just jealous
0: <laughs> you know what's funny didn't we talk last week about whether because we were talking about how so- soap operas have beautiful like super beautiful actors but then yeah. A-list actors don't tend to be that beautiful and whether like super good looks could actually
2: hurt you yeah I guess it, I in mean the, I, the, I do like him he's in good movies but he's just so perfect. It's like, how does that happen?
0: I think he might have been in his prime. I don't feel that way anymore. I feel like he has a lot more depth now that he's older.
2: Yeah, I still see. What I mean is, like, just so handsome, even physically like, perfect. Even he's still handsome, even when he's not trying to be. Like in those movies, in the preview just now, like rugged good luck Yeah, this rugged. Like, <laughs> anyway. have you seen his butt,
1: Andrew? It's like, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, so just, hot. I mean, we saw his
0: butt, but in whatever that movie was. Oh, that's right. We, you said we that saw, was a bad movie. So a ton of his butt there, but even in the trailer for Beach Bum, there's a lot of, well, there's at least a, a scene of his butt. And it looks like when he's in the courtroom, he's pantsless, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I didn't catch that. He could have been wearing a bikini bottom or something, but it looked like he didn't have pants on.
1: <laughs> he's just laying out in the sun, half drunk the whole time in <laughs> yeah. the preview.
0: Okay, the next movie coming out next week in wide release is Disney's Dumbo, live action version of Dumbo.
2: That a monkey in your desk just for emergencies
0: I just played a clip from the trailer for Disney's Dumbo
1: I really I really like Danny DeVito Seth didn't you just watch the trailer I just forgot he was <laughs> in it yeah I did though I just watched the <laughs> yeah he's like the circus he's the circus master he works because in the in the preview when Dumbo flies by Danny DeVito's character looks and says oh, something okay.
0: like oh okay I do like well, him too he's one of my favorites
2: this movie looks really dumb to me I, me I don't want to see it I don't, I be don't either but I do think it's going to be a good one but I don't I mean like kids are going
0: is it going to be like Mary Poppins were like okay fine it was a fine movie but just don't make us sit through it yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: maybe i'll have my kids watch it and they can just tell me what they thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay and the
0: next movie coming out in wide release next week is unplanned
1: you'll actually be in charge of the abortions at your clinic you even hear yourself talk right now about these procedures these are little babies but the one
0: thing that all experts agree on is that at this stage the fetus can't feel anything
1: sorry to bother you but they need an extra person in the back room are you free?
2: I saw it, and it was like it was twisting and fighting for its life.
0: I just played a clip from the trailer for Unplanned. It looks like another religious hit you over the head with some conservative message.
2: Yeah, I, it awesome. I think I feel like they're going <laughs> yeah, for. It looked awesome. They're competing <laughs> I for
1: the worst movie. It looks good to you?
0: I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it because I don't agree with the politics. I just don't like it because I don't like, I don't know, propaganda Well, films? well
1: it's controversial and they're not, it's it's really clear by, because it says, by the makers of God's Not Dead. So it's pretty clear they're going to try to pass off yeah. their whatever. And it's like the God's Not Dead. It's just going to be, I don't know. I, I predict it's going to be full of just these stereotype trope things and these falsehoods and like twists on, I mean, it's really controversial. And on both sides, people are saying things that that are... I don't, can't really get behind. I mean, I, I have my position, but I just, yeah, it, it just feels like they're just going to preach, 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 and get the girl yep. who works at the clinic, she's going to decide she really does love God, and yeah, she only didn't like around. that because she didn't love, it
2: was, I'm sure. Sh- it, does it kind of remind you of those pictures, those billboards you see that says like, when you die, you will meet God, or like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it, 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 it's the same people putting those up. That
0: are trying to prick your conscience or something. Yeah, so if if it if it wasn't clear from what we've said so far, this is a pre- pro-life propaganda film basically but
2: have you ever thought I mean if it's going the other way like well with us it was such a well-made movie even though it was like about violence and killing you never do we really criticize it when it's like propaganda the other way do you know what I mean I don't know well, what that's that means. not propaganda I,
1: I, my complaints I think what Seth and I are saying are perceived complaints about what the movie will be like oh, okay. is that um, it's it's not laying out the facts and letting you decide it's these are movies that people who already agree with all the points are going to go to in a just reinforce what they already believe which is fine
2: yeah. but to me that's not a box office movie it's not gonna
1: yeah is I it mean, like
2: what was the one about the vice president which vice yeah is it it, it kind of looks like that or the other way yeah that one was slanted but but we both liked it I enjoyed it a lot yeah Um. it was incredible acting that, that was, an was a probably
1: a, that was probably based on reality like probably based on some actual events I know it was based on some actual people oh yeah well it was it was based on all I'm just, I
0: just I, I was about to say it wasn't a dramatization but actually it, it just the preview a
1: for this movie to me I just I can't even make it through the whole preview I'm just I'm, <laughs> yeah, we didn't make it through. The whole I was like, oh, I'm and so by disgusted. the way it's
0: not because I'm pro-life or not or, or pro-choice it's not about that at all
2: I yeah you're right I probably wouldn't want to sit down on a Friday night and watch that movie just out of the blue
0: it's like when I go to church and I'm like when is this going to be over it's not because I disagree with the message necessarily it's just, it's just, boring. just like boring yeah it's just <laughs> yeah exactly just kidding I love church I look forward to
2: it Paris. Laid siege to the landmark Taj. With as many as a thousand guests and over 500 staff trapped inside. We should try to gather whoever we can. Many of you have families at home. There is no shame in leaving.
0: I've been here 35 years. This is my home. Okay, I just played a clip from the trailer for Hotel Mumbai, and in the trailer, it told us that it's a white knuckle action film. Or, uh, no, white knuckle thriller
2: with explosion, mm-hmm. terror. I think so. Yeah, there were guns. Yeah, I, I think that was based off something. Hats over. You know, that preview to me doesn't look good. I kind of see everything I have Movie. Uh, yeah,
0: you know what? I'm just in this mood where I'm gonna be disappointed by any movie I see now. Like a week after seeing Us, like whatever I go see, I'll be like,
1: oh, well, that Captive was- State too. That was really good. But yeah, yeah there were- it was there're certainly different quality levels in like the i just production don't like games.
0: having seen us i don't want to go see Hotel Mumbai. Yeah. You know, like it seems like.
1: Well, I was going to see Captive State again, but now I want
2: to see Us again because I feel like there's more. Yeah. More to Set, get from Maybe it. we can do a second week of views. Do you suggest something you said says made me think of something? Has there ever been a show that's so magical when it ends, you feel like part of you dead because you can't ever recreate it? I don't know. For me, it was Lost. Oh, this TV series. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. But For you, it sounds like Us, you're going to, it's just hard to be entertained.
0: Okay. That is the movies coming out next week. Do we have a tweet of the. No. Okay, this is the end of the spoiler-free section. Thank you for listening to TWIM. It's not over. The show's not over, Lisa. (laughs) <laughs> okay it's still going this is just the end of a segment where some people want to sign off thank you for listening to TWIM the two things you can do to help us most are subscribing and rating our podcast if you want to contact us you can reach us on twitter at twim_weekly, TWIM underscore weekly
2: or my phone number we're
0: now beginning our deep dive discussion portion of the show which will include spoilers for Jordan Peele's Us but so the show's not it sounds like it's over there's a drum beat like it's going to end but it's not over yet we're going to do spoilers still Lisa <laughs> if you do not want to hear spoilers then stop listening here How However, you might consider staying for the spoiler section because according to a research study at the university of california spoilers make you enjoy stories more not less is that
1: real (laughs) right on cue okay bye bye love you (laughs) so andy it didn't even look like you were paying attention but then you like (laughs) you were waiting for your moment (laughs) just now yeah i thought you were gonna miss it you haven't seen it yet you're gonna love it stop spoiling it you vile woman great now i know everything i don't even need to see it anymore
0: if you're just joining us, we are discussing the movie *Us*, and we're starting the spoiler section. Okay, give us your bunny theories, or hands across America, or Andy. You wanted to bring up okay. the the other family, so so
1: we were just talking about bunnies. We can we'll just continue that. So I thought the symbolism of the rabbits, all the bunnies in the cage in that opening shot. It shows all of the bunnies, each in an individual cage, mm-hmm. stacked like ten high, twenty wide. And the camera spends like three minutes. It starts out just showing the one yeah, bunny. Like it spends three minutes right? three minutes to slide back up and you know every 10 seconds you see there's another column and another row and another row and it just it forced it spent you. so long showing those bunnies in the cages yeah so I took it as so the bunnies were what the shadow people ate yeah she did say that Yeah. in the beginning all of the bunnies were in cages and at the end they were all loose yeah that's a good so insight so I think that was the symbolism of the
0: it's not so much the rabbits themselves oh, but yeah. the rabbits were caged
2: but the people were caged and at the end of
0: the movie they were uncaged just like the doppelgangers
2: I also thought it when they spent so much time that it almost became uncomfortable looking at one rabbit. Yeah, you started having to look at the rabbit like in ways you hadn't looked at it, like as a yeah. sen- sentient being, like it's alive, like it's as a well, person. And there are so or, many
1: thoughts about why are all these tiny bunnies in cages? Are they doing testing on them? Are they do yeah. they are they going to expose them to something and do testing? Are why like what is going on here? Then there are more. After, there are more then after, after there are more. that
2: scene. I never wanted to eat meat again, and they didn't even talk about meat. So
1: there is there was a lot of. Um, caging and uncaging like in the beginning well chronologically the girl gets handcuffed to the bed then mm-hmm. later she handcuffs her to the table.
0: It's like a rev- revenge handcuffing.
1: Yeah. So there was a, there was a, and even when she's driving the car, she's still handcuffed. You know. So there was, there was a cage, uncaged, chained, unchained theme going on, especially at the end when they
2: all. Do we want to like go kind of through? Oh, wh- she was still handcuffed at the end of the movie. huh? Yeah, she yeah.
1: strangles the
2: her doppelganger. Yeah, with I handcuffs. mean we've
1: been all over the place on this. There's so so much.
0: Okay, but just going back to the bunnies. Um, you said that it's. Somehow, it's like a symbol of them being uncaged. But okay. I did feel like it was some somewhat shoehorned in because those bunnies didn't really play a role in the narrative. They were but,
1: right, almost extraneous to, to the by, narrative, except by that the they bunnies. said they had to eat. That's what they ate.
2: So the bun- if I I definitely felt uh, a connection to. Uh, I'm going to read you just the, a very short plot review of Watership Down. It's the tale of group a group of rabbits in search of home of a home. Uh, Fiver, I don't know how to say that is a small young rabbit who has a gift. His
0: name is Fiverr? Fever. Fiverr? Is, oh, is Fiverr goes
2: west? F-I-V-E-R
0: okay, Isn't that in the song? I got a Fiverr on it? Yeah
1: yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah this, is this the fiver. lyrics to that song Andy? Yeah. Fiverr is a rabbit.
2: But, but listen to this this is the important okay. part. Fiverr a small young rabbit has a gift. He can tell when things are going to happen and he can sense whether they will be good or bad and so he he can see like it says later he tries to go tell the head rabbit that, that there's gonna, he foresees great danger coming to the all the rabbits. So mm. I, I I swear there's something connected to that
1: <laughs> I mean there may be there this movie is full of symbolism and parallels and I think there are so many different conclusions and messages you can take from it I mean I left the theater feeling like I know I have questions I just can't figure out what my questions are
2: did you okay did you find yourself thinking that the, the you want I kind of found myself wanting want wanting I want to found myself wanting the entire race of the other people to be wiped out and then at the end the red people I wanted them to all be killed so that the good people could be saved Dave, the normal people, and then at the end with the thing that happens, it the totally flipped everything to on my head. How, then I was yeah. wondering, well, like, well, it may be just because of opportunity that some people well, are like normal they, and
1: well, there's a parallel too. I mean, like master slave, the slaves overthrowing the master, and that's why oh, I think they yeah. could only fight their counterpart. So it
0: does have racial themes, overt racial themes potentially. That's what I. Yeah, but no, that was definitely slave overthrowing their master was a, a big. I mean, that that's an easy read out of it.
2: And and what's even more interesting is. The the people that were the masters didn't know they were the masters. Yeah, or they they, they weren't aware
1: of the sacrifice or what of the their other white went and black through,
2: privilege went through. White and black privilege. <laughs> well, because it was about a black family.
1: <laughs> so I'm obviously okay. We're in spoiler. What do you guys think about that twist?
0: The very final twist. Yeah, the, I, the reveal. I, I was so surprised by it because the climax of the movie had already happened. There's a final showdown, a really well done like fight scene between um, Adelaide and Red, like her doppelganger and it you, you just felt like it was all wrapped up you know yeah. we got the explanation we found out where they're coming from
2: but then then after the very end it starts making you work backwards again through the whole movie yeah i mean you had yeah. let your
0: guard down by the time that spoiler came you were no longer being like oh where you know what explain all this to me where are the people coming from like all your questions were answered your guard was down and then it just like it's like a stab from behind like yeah. it's like whoa wait a second you just turned my whole world upside yeah, down yeah and then they revealed it should we tell the reveal I,
1: well i we're in spoiler we have to talk about it so the reveal is that if you haven't seen the movie i you shouldn't listen to it yeah
0: yeah don't don't i mean we could spoil the well, other stuff without to- totally ruining it but that that'll
1: so i one of the possibilities i thought of was oh maybe the girl got swapped but i didn't then like no 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 that then later i didn't think about it but to me after the movie ended the thought that i could be i could be thrown in the netherworld and someone takes my place that
2: is like that's what stayed with me after that was like the creepiest thing And you could could see why she was so mad when she came to the house
0: oh yeah that twist by the way did explain motive yeah because she had because um, because everyone
2: else just got murdered outright she had stolen her birthright.
0: Well, Red had organized this whole thing herself. She was the only one of them that could talk because she was the only one that wasn't, a, a, you know, born a
2: puppet. She had been in this. She had been rich and then all of a sudden poor. Yeah, she'd had her whatever you call it, her life taken away or away. Yeah.
0: So taken. I didn't anticipate like the 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 twist that came in the end. I didn't like necessarily anticipate either. That did I? All. All. But there were some hints earlier in the movie that Adelaide was acting insane kind of like red like she had that that scene before the reveal of the twist where she was like doing this like sobbing and then it turns into laughing hysterically
2: Uh and that's the same thing yeah
0: that's the same thing that um, Kitty Tyler the Elizabeth Moss character did like the the red they they call them tethered so the ones that are like puppets like the evil version those are called the tethered in the movie so
1: yeah you're right there were lots of hints even she even when they had a Fight scene. Her voice even went to like the guttural noises. She made some
2: of those sounds. Yeah, that final fight. I was oh, like, Oh yeah, she did. So I they, didn't huh? know who and, killed who. Yeah, there who. were a couple
1: times when she was talking where there were hints. Um, did you guys find any symbolism in the scissors?
2: They freaked me out. Uh, no. Like, what?
1: do you think? I, I thought mean, it was curious they had scissor- scissors. Scissors, because that's a well, you that's know a unique, curious. The Greek god weapon. that cuts the scissors. What was that? I mean, so
0: so they you know they were using the scissors to cut those little figurines for Hands Across America,
1: like Hold- to to cut out the paper machine things
0: yeah i mean that you you saw her she using used, it for that yeah. so it kind of explained like okay for some reason they're like obsessing over this thing well she and they also, all had these scissors that they're cutting these well,
1: she also used it to cut off the head of a uh, stuffed animal rabbit oh yeah
2: i mean it, n- none of that explains what right. the symbolism of the scissors might be isn't that freaky though now you're looking back and she she had been in prison and she was cutting off her own rabbit's head wasn't she because she had had it and then she got oh. yeah yeah I mean obviously if her goal was to kill her counterpart
1: she had so many opportunities and didn't take them so I wonder if that I kept thinking maybe that's not her goal maybe she has some other goal
0: well it did turn out like when she handcuffs her at the beginning I'm like that's a really lame way to like yeah why but would it you totally handcuff made
1: sense thing. at the end when they show how she was handcuffed to after the girl. twist you're like oh that was very symbolic
2: and there are some Greek fates that, that there was three Greek goddesses fates that would cut the string of someone's life and that's when they die yeah the, I, oh. I do think
0: those Scissors represented cutting the tether um, from one to the other. Okay. Or, or you know, or killing your inner demon
2: because that white family and I was going to talk about that. What, what was it? the thought that you, I? Was,
0: what you were saying is that the the evil white family was so much more efficient. They just got right to the point. Yeah. And why? slayed them.
2: And same with all the
1: other randoms out in the city. Yeah, but why? It was only their one family where they're like, let's sit down and have the this, yeah.
2: Was it because t- like she, she was a, the only have one a,
1: have a family meeting where no one talks for a minute? Was it
2: because she was the only one that was like human that she had been human at once?
1: Th- that's that's what I think. Like she she. Had had this personal thing she wanted to confront her. She wanted to take out the family.
2: Cause, yeah, because
1: the other the other shadow people were really efficient about. Yeah, except the white mom.
2: The they white all mom appeared was... at the
0: same time. Nobody even knew they were in the house, and suddenly they're all inside the house, right next to their doppelganger. And then it's Killing. like almost coordinated.
2: Yeah, but the white the white mom kind of played with them like a, a cat plays with a mouse because yeah. she was playing with that little black daughter yeah. and holding. It. Oh, playing with the mo- the black mom. Holding oh
1: well, it. I mean they were toying with. If, if the shadow people, if their goal was to kill the family, they were really toying with it. Like the way a cat toys with a yeah. mouse it catches. You know, they, they had plenty of opportunities and didn't yeah. take them.
0: I think the funniest memory I have from the movie is the when the uh, white evil dad was,
2: reached out his hand to help... Oh my gosh! <laughs> and he like swipes his hair like the Halversons <laughs> oh, yeah. do. And he did this like, really creepy smile. He's <laughs> just this douchebag. He like acts like <laughs> she's like sopping out, like choking out blood. Yeah, she's choking on him. her own blood. <laughs> And he, like, reaches out his hand and then swipes it through his hair like he's yeah. combing his hair. Well, she had this, like, love-hate thing with him. Even the shadow one, like, yeah. when he dies, she's sad. Then she's <laughs> happy. Yeah. The reason why that movie was so interesting and why I want to see it again is because the reveal at the end makes you want to work backwards and see exactly yeah. what you missed. Huh? Yeah, we
0: need to see it again, okay, so knowing I have, what we know.
1: I have another question.
2: Yeah. There was... I did
1: have to run out and go to the bathroom during it so I may have missed it but there was something important about the dance yeah at the end of the dance I was going to ask that too did I, they ever
2: explain that did no. they ever show it they didn't ever explain because she's like you did this until you're dancing and then this happened or something. yeah at the end of the dance like yeah and, and they just
1: showed her kind of well they showed him dancing so who
2: was the one dancing was it the original girl or is it the second girl that was the both. monster girl well the shadow the girl. They they physically copy
1: whatever the main person's doing that's why they're both oh, doing things at the same right. time I mean, but I felt like
0: only Red was doing the dance in the main fight scene. She was no, like,
1: "Yeah, but I'm sorry, they were." T- she was talking about when she was like a dancer, like in
0: yeah. So the the it's so it's so hard to pin down which one you're talking about because the good one's actually the evil one.
2: In the end, it left us wondering: Well, could the evil ones actually be good if they had the chance? Like, because is she yeah. good? Well, because well, she, yeah, exactly. Seriously. She is
1: good. That that was that one took a while to sink in for me. How like, oh, it was just a normal. It like it humanized, it humanized both families. Yeah. It's not like oh, they're evil, bad people. It, they're no, they're they're just normal humans who just grow up differently,
2: different experiences. And one lives in the mansion. And it's and like one...
1: having a child abducted, and that child life is that really to me. That's what terrified me about the movie. So so red when they're having one of their fight scene, she's toying around with her and she's dancing, and but she's
0: not the one that was trained as a dancer though.
1: but They copied each other's movies Well,
0: actually, she said she was. I guess they both danced because yeah. if one was trained, the other one was too.
1: Okay, I need to see it again and figure out what the symbolism of the end of the dance was. Because I figured I just missed it when I stepped out.
2: Yeah, because even the white lady on the beach refers to her, what, do you regret not dancing? Stop dance. she stop dancing. I don't know if she said it. she peaked
0: when she was 14.
2: Yeah, and then the then the bad red, which is the original good red, says... <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> the, the one yeah, in, she's
1: cousins with the
2: one guy. The one in the red, half Brothers. With the, 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 the black lady, the mom, she was originally the good mom, but then she got switched. Uh-huh. You and now she's all mad and dance. She sit, refers to something to oh, that, that maybe, there was something that happened so in the So maybe
1: the original girl knew all the dance moves?
2: Wait, let me think. They had to. Both have known them. Because as they showed everyone upstairs, they were all mimicking each other.
0: Yeah, because Red did talk about when she performed as a dancer. But we know both of them were. So both of them knew how to dance. But Red used it in the fight. Yeah. And, and Adelaide did. Well, didn't.
2: they just,
1: they they telegraphed there was something special and significant yeah. about the dance. I was going to ask that too. There's that, something like that some I did perform- performance yeah.
2: in the dance. Yeah. There's something about the dance that they were referring to that I didn't get. And maybe
1: remember. it had to do with the, f- the final kill scene that she second-guessed how the dance was going to go, and that's how she was able to kill her.
0: That was an awesome fight scene, though. It was
2: crazy. Yeah, was so and haunting. she
1: was like, it was like a total master playing Clean. against someone who'd never played before. You know, it was like someone totally had the upper hand, and the other one was just... You're getting toyed
2: with and got lucky,
1: yeah. So that's why I was trying to figure Are you really trying to kill her? Like, is how is that your goal? Because you keep she's so
2: vulnerable and you just walk away. She was playing her with her, like, with as a yeah, she really wasn't. She had like a love hate relationship. It's weird because why wouldn't everyone else just killed each other fast
0: though? When she killed her, though, the very final like end of the fight scene and she killed her, that was so gruesome. The crunching,
2: but the yeah. but the other one killed the, the good one, so yeah, I but anyway, the, the, the one shadow that killed, killed the
1: primary, yeah, at, at any rate,
2: at any rate, it was gruesome no no but the girl we thought that was the the, the innocent mom was the one that killed the shadow well yeah and, and the one that starts out in the normal family ends up killing yeah yeah, she yeah. killed. The,
1: they killed yeah. off the shadow
2: people but she's really not that she's <laughs> a <laughs> shadow person but that's yeah <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah and then it makes you question like god was I rooting for the wrong person the whole time
2: yeah. yeah
0: exactly the end yeah that was the thought process like oh my gosh the bad lady won and then you're like wait is she even bad
1: yeah like if she like, had we don't have any know. evidence
0: that she's bad
1: she was raised like and like, I love how the family was never demonized not like it's this evil family coming in they were just a family I mean that's how I took it it was just like another family you didn't
0: think they were demonized when they were like had scissors and they were attacking and well, killing everybody the
1: face I here. they I guess they I guess they were but they they didn't feel like these totally evil people just felt
2: like this family What'd Well the face? only
0: thing they did that was evil was attack their doppelganger and tried to kill him
2: Well yeah I mean who hasn't done that <laughs> Yeah. Which of them was like, <laughs> like, well, before we get off this point though, it's interesting. Cause you found yourself asking like, Oh, the bad person won, but is yeah. she really bad? And then, it, right. then it comes into this racial thing where you like hear about everyone that, you know, some people have these opportunities and other people don't have opportunities. If you take someone from like the lower place and they have opportunities, they're going to succeed but yeah, it's this weird. Yeah. I think that was one
1: and of they the, they were watching the higher class, enjoy their lives while they were eating raw rabbits.
2: And that was one of the su- successes of the movie though because you found yourself asking who was the good one and which one w- was raised where and who deserved to be raised where yeah that was I, I need
1: to see it again but I don't feel like I understand it, I'm, obviously that's on purpose I think
2: so
0: one thing that actually um, caught me off guard that I really enjoyed was that this movie was this is a non-spoiler thing but this movie was really funny especially for horror
2: but it wasn't like the kind of funny that like was it, it made sense at times I don't know how to explain it sometimes they try to add like humor into Star Wars and it's really stupid Stupid. Like, like when, when he goes like this like he goes like that and he's
0: yeah. he, he dusts off his shoulder it was
2: so stupid but this one was like like you're saying said so it was humorous but it kind of worked you needed it because it was so disturbing and I
0: thought Winston Duke was really funny as the dad like the the scene yeah. where he gets in his bed and <laughs> <it's>
2: like, <laughs> that was really
0: funny
1: and she's like yeah she's like bearing this emotional thing he's like yeah so you know you want to <laughs> come over here and I'm sprawled out
0: <laughs> um, and then we already talked about like the Fake out handshake. Does it? For, oh yeah.
2: Doesn't it make you kind of sit there though? When she, that bed scene, when she's standing there and you know she's kind of having a mental breakdown. Now that when you see the end, you kind of start wondering, well, what's she thinking about? Is she thinking yeah. like, is my twin coming to get me? Well, is the like, funny
0: thing is when she says, "I know that I, I, I always thought this girl's going to come and eventually come and get me." I, what I immediately thought was like, okay, well, you saw a doppelganger, but what makes you think
2: that she's coming for you? Like, why? Yeah.
0: Why would she be coming for you? That does. That seems like. You're making big assumptions, in that and you don't even understand that until the very until the twist at the very end.
1: In that scene, and there were multiple scenes like this. In that scene, she was looking out the window, and they were filming it. The cinematography was really cool. they always look. There were a lot of times they were like looking oh, through she, glass, so you see you'd seen. see reflections. Did you notice that? Like they were showing her in
2: the reflection of the yeah. mirror. What What you said. She's looking into the window. You see only her behind. Also, the very first scene when we introduced to her, it, when as little girls, we only see her behind. Oh, they're
1: facing the same way. Right? She's
2: facing... So that was like a foreshadowing that that was actually her because she wasn't looking at him in bed. She was looking the way that she had looked when she first met the first girl, right? Right? Or am I wrong?
0: Yeah. No, you're right. And there was a scene where uh, Red has Adelaide and she's like pushing her head into the glass. Yeah. And you see the glass splitting. splitting. And it breaks. But in that scene also, you could see the same actor, Lupita, whatever, Uh Nyong'o's... You could see her face in the... In the... The reflection. um, in the reflection, yeah, yeah, in 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 the scene, in the frame, and then also in the
1: reflection. Yeah, so they the showed both, and then she pushed and it broke. Yeah. And that was obviously that was symbolic. Which is well, there was a lot of that. Cool. I mean,
0: it's interesting because, like, acting wise, she couldn't have really been there—the same person doing it both. So they had to digitally create that reflection, or for one of them,
1: One
2: of the obvious ones is the the boy. Like he's because they both like to wear masks. One of them has a whole face, and one of them has a like a he's burned a... like Phantom of the Opera face. Yeah, yeah, that has to be some type of symbol. I, think. I
0: thought the, um, a metaphor for the movie was like conquering your own demon or being conquered by it, and how in the movie like it seemed like there was a rule that the the doppelganger couldn't the evil tethered person couldn't kill their counterpart or I mean I'm sorry they could only kill their counterpart somebody had to kill one of the counterparts before they could move on and like kill somebody else right like the counterpart had to die by their counterpart while they were still alive and that rule held true in the movie with all the at least eight characters we saw killed or maybe nine
1: well actually the the girl never the mom killed one of the twin counterparts yes but
0: after that counterpart Mm -hmm. had killed her own counterpart you know what I mean but the girl killed so once there's only one Left, then anybody can kill him. But while both are alive, oh, I got you, I got yeah. you.
2: Oh, so you're saying even though the other opposite counterpart little girl wasn't killed, the little girl that was not tethered <laughs> could still kill people? Because remember, yeah,
1: yeah, she, yeah she, remember
2: like, she's the like counterparts swinging. faced off. There was a victor, and then there had to a be a victor problem.
0: between the two counterparts before they started killing other people.
2: But the two little girls that that doesn't work with that one because yeah, it
0: does. The, the she 20, she killed her counterpart, yeah, right
2: by off. ramming her car into her. But and that she was went ab- flying into the. But woods. they were already leaving the white people's house and she had killed a lot of people the white yeah but
0: anybody that she killed had already had a face off with their own counterpart that's what I'm saying oh
2: okay yeah 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 okay got it so wasn't that a sinister part when she's running down the road and then that she gets on the car and that guy walks out you little girl get out of here and and he's just standing there with it all of a sudden you hear this do you know what I mean that was one of the yeah and that's another point
1: she cut that guy up instantly but with her counterpart she just took her time made it a game
0: I mean honestly I don't think that really had any meaning. I think that was all for dramatic effect. Because yeah, obviously right. the movie would have been 10 minutes long. If I'm just pointing out. out.
1: Yeah, the idea. they just drug it out. So
0: what do you think you know that, that guy that's holding the sign that said Jeremiah 1111? It seemed like he was somehow important. Maybe like a savior figure of Christ. Because you, you know the way his arms were stretched out. But I didn't I didn't understand why he might be
2: important. They did show the counterpart of him in the, in the base. Right. Yeah,
0: they did. they did.
2: And didn't that like really weird you out in the First scene, they like start talking about underground tunnels. Yeah, it's I was like, like, "Why are you are guys you talking, talking about, about this?" Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, you talk about underground tunnels. You show me rabbits. Like
2: what? Like, and then and then they're in a. It didn't forest. seem to relate to anything. But the one thing I did notice is this: it was really bugging me how the mom goes in. She's going to find her son that got taken by Red, and she knows exactly where to go down the tunnels and everything. I'm like, what? Like, how she's just going to know where to go? <laughs>
0: yeah, and now it makes sense. Now right? it makes sense. Right. But at the time, you're like. How how did she find that? There's like a hidden door. She just knows her way down. She goes down the
2: escalator. And like through all these rooms <laughs> yeah. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, and
0: at the beginning of the movie when you see her having a breakdown about going back to this place where she has all this trauma in her life from, that's what you think. You think she was traumatized somehow by what happened there. But it turns out actually <laughs> she was trauma.
2: Wait, what she was she try it turns yeah. out what
0: it wasn't so much that she was traumatized that was her home that she'd escaped from
1: you know she was afraid of being the counterpart
0: of, yeah of Red attacking her getting her revenge attack and I like that twist too because it explained why Red would have the motivation to put this whole thing together
2: right yeah but then it all but then it makes you wonder like we thought those underground people were bad but the whole time our hero is the good mom an underground mom person is here. an underground person who had the life of a normal person and ends up being our favorite person and then we <laughs> question and why we liked her because she must be inherently bad, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Don't we kind of think she's bad when she's driving away, looking at her son? Yeah, even still, I'm like, okay, hey, is she bad? I feel like she's bad because she's from the underground. But is that just like a fear of the other and the weird look he and the daughter and him give each other? Do you remember that? The daughter, do- I mean the yeah, the mom it's almost and
0: the d- as if like the son was in on it or he knew about it or something.
2: So bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Hey, anything else? Are you guys gonna see it again? I want to.
0: Oh yeah, I'll definitely see it again. Well, I hope so. Okay. Anything else?
2: Yeah was it was it out of all the movies we've seen it kind of eclipsed everything because I, I'm still thinking about it. No other movies yeah. did that.
0: I, I didn't realize, like I knew it was deep and had layers, but I just didn't, I didn't realize how many different ways you can look at this until we discussed it more.
2: Yeah, I, you never, you never quite, you look at books in the past and you said masterpiece, like it's masterpieces. Like, yeah. oh, Charles Dickens' Pip is a masterpiece. But the mo- this is a kind of our modern uh, genre of art and that, that, I think it was kind of a masterpiece. Like, anyway, that's a lot. thing I I agree with you on that.
0: Okay, that is is our spoiler review for us we'll see you next week
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the
2: podcast <laughs> well it oh. always
0: ends kind of abruptly right because we
1: never say like oh yeah but we're gonna do trailers right?